Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee with another espresso shot. Just a reminder about these espresso shots, they are rough, just like an espresso. They are a little, uh, they're, not, they're not as polished as a latte or a cappuccino with a bit of chocolate or cinnamon. Um, actually, here's something interesting. When when I first moved to Korea in 2004, I used to drink cappuccinos, and um, mainly because I didn't really know what else to drink. Uh, but anyway, and in Korea, a lot of the cappuccinos come with cinnamon rather than uh, the chocolate on top, and I really hated it. I I hated it so. Anyway, that's just a bit of a side note. If you go to Korea, make sure, or well, if you like cinnamon, go for it, but just double check that it's got chocolate and not, not cinnamon. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the topic on hand, which is <clears throat> Kumite should be different for everybody. So, chatting to a friend of mine who, well, obviously he's in karate because if I have no other friends. If you've missed that podcast, go back and listen to how sad my life is sometimes. But anyway, um, we're not, not here to discuss my woe is me. But so my friend has done karate for a long time, represented Australia and in Kumite. And uh, I'm not sure if he even knows karate really, but um, if he <laughs> um, he got a bit not fed up, I suppose, but looking for something a little bit different to the WKF style of Kumite. So he started going to MMA maybe about a year ago now. Um, he's been playing with BJJ for a few years, but uh, jumped into a MMA class maybe once or twice a week where they just do training or just do sparring. So it's maybe an hour or 45 minutes of sparring you know, fight and then change, fight, change, fight, change. So they fight maybe seven, 60 to 70% of speed and power. Uh, that way, obviously, it avoids injuries and, and, well, minimizes injuries, not avoids, but minimizes injuries. So anyway, he, he got a little bit, uh, ups, not upset, uh, but just um, annoyed with how the WKF were going with contact or, or lack of contact. And it's become more of a tag like a touch and pullback rather than an impact punch and I, and I see that certainly in the top top of the uh, uh, top guys it's not so much about the power of your technique anymore it's about how quick you can get your glove to touch the other person's face or body um, certainly the face body maybe they hit a, a, a lot harder but Certainly to the face, it's all about speed and, and not the other person not touching, being able to touch your glove or block it uh, or, or duck or weave or whatever. So that's just the natural evolution of the rules. So the I was talk, talking to my class last night, we were doing Kumite last night, 
Um, and we follow the WKF style of, of Kumite. Um, however, I mean, we just do Dojo Kumite mainly too. So uh, the point system is based on the WKF. Um, we, we really have two different types of rules, you know, those two different types of techniques and movements. One for the WKF competitors, so guys in the Queensland Australian team or who want to compete and those who don't want to do any competitions and we focus more on um, harnessing momentum and moving moving forward using similar techniques but less of the less of the reverse punches to the body we don't do any reverse punches to the body um, when I when I see reverse punch to the body it's just it's not karate to me you're opening your face to a, a smack in the face. So I don't teach reverse punch of the body unless you're doing a competition. Um, and even then I'm, I'm hesitant to do it because, because of that very reason. It puts you in a very uh, bad position. But anyway, so the, the rules dictate how you, how you fight. There is no, there is no competition that is perfect Everybody compares karate to, you know, UFC, or a karate competition to a UFC, but it's, it's totally different rules. Um, I, I never really understood that. Um, or, or WKF to karate combat. Again, it's totally different rules. And there's no rules where it's perfect. In the UFC, for example, you can't poke somebody in the eyes and you can't, can't crush their testicles. That's two massive techniques in karate so you so two of the biggest elements in karate that are found in kata as well you cannot apply in kumite so you can't practice that when you're doing kumite so that's two two massive parts of ufc where it, it fails if you are if you are a karateka um, the karate combat you can't kick the thigh uh, there's a five-second ground and pound. You can't grapple on the floor. You can't, you know, submit them to submit them to an armbar. So every every type of kumite event or combat event ha is restricted by the rules. Uh, taekwondo, for example, I don't think they score to the face, punches to the face, or punches to the body. Uh, but you can knock the person out with a kick. So. It's, but and uh, look at Kyokushin, you know you can smack them in the body, chop their legs, kick them in the head as hard as you can, knock them out with a kick to the head, but not only make contact with your fist to the face. No, it's not saying that they they don't they certainly do train with punches to the face, but the rules dictate in their sparring, their kumite, no no contact to the face with your fist. So. As long as you, as long as your training doesn't revolve just around competition and, and around the rules that are dictated by the event that you you practice, I think any sort of any sort of sparring is beneficial because it can can and does teach distance, timing, correct technique, correct timing as well, understanding understanding distancing understanding how the other person moves understanding how you move 
how close you need to be for this technique or this technique or that technique or how far away you need to be for their technique as well so many things that kumite can can help whether it be touch no contact control contact full contact whatever it is as long as there's a, a benefit anyway guys uh let me know your thoughts i'll i'll speak to you soon thank you for listening to karate over coffee and if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes there are a few things you can do to help us if you don't already subscribe to us on youtube please do so we release these episodes every friday morning australian time plus we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our youtube channel and our facebook community group you can also subscribe to us on our apple or spotify leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well if you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about please put it in our comment section on our karate over coffee community facebook group if you'd like to support us please visit our online shop where we have official karate over coffee shirts hoodies and mugs available your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward thanks guys